0: Podcast is presented by Wellspring of Life Church, a community of faith, hope,
1: and purpose. Hello, everybody. As Vicki mentioned, um, we miss Marilyn, and we together, her and I, have been doing, I'll put it like this, you'll understand it, doing church together. (laughs) for a long, long time, Um, probably 50 years at least. Uh, Pastors, this is our 45th year pastoring. We started really young, just in case you're wondering. We were only 12. (laughs) But she would be doing this part that I'm going to be doing right now, and, I, and she was gracious enough to put it <laughs> on a piece of paper for me. So <laughs> I'm going to basically read what she more or less would have been sharing with us on this end-of-the-year service and then looking into the next year, okay? So 2023 begins in Parachute, Colorado. We're going to be starting our 17th year. And, and then in January that we started there January 18th, 2007, and in January 28th, I believe, 2011, we started here. So we are beginning our 12th year. We are so grateful to God for his goodness and his provision through the generosity of others that we have this building and land. We look back with much, much thankfulness, and you have a lot to do with that. Some of you here tonight traveled to parachute back in those days when we first got started and, and, and you have been faithful to the Lord and faithful to Wellspring. <coughs> Marilyn and I so appreciate all of you. There were times in Parachute where we faced closure to, 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 uh, due to building loss. And as we sought the Lord, we felt like he wasn't through with Wellspring and he ended up providing us with a, our own building to use in 2017. Let me clarify, the building belongs to the school district, a bit of an oxymoron. <laughs> but as most of you are aware, for 10 years, we had a breakdown set up every Sunday, and, and, and then we were able to get our own building where we have use of anytime we want, 24-7, and no longer having to break down and, and, and set up. Yes, well, spring exists because of his grace. We are still a a light shining in both communities, and it is our prayer that we will be a greater light in this coming year, along with the rest of the body of Christ. As with every year, we experience victories, defeats, joys, and sorrows, gains, and losses, welcomes, and goodbyes. Every year seems to hold all these same elements, with some years having more or less than one or the other. 2022 was no different. Some highlights, we took a team of 13 to Ensenada with Homes of Hope and built two houses, held VBS at both locations in June and saw 60-some kiddos between both places. All church camp out in July. Dry Bones Come Alive Women's Retreat took place in September. Homeless outreach happened in November, gave away sleeping bags, socks, etc. Operation Christmas Child, between the two churches, 80 boxes were sent this year. Servant projects, we gave away 100 socks filled with goodies to the VA community, living center at Grand River Care Center in Rifle, Colorado. Now at this point you have on your table a little piece of paper that looks like this which has for you a record of who our missions giving goes to and what that amount has ended up to be for twenty twenty two. And so for two basically guess what will be considered small churches, you guys are so generous. And the Lord has been good, and we've been able to bless a lot of folks. Um, We have had, if you see some of these, there are some changes with the ministry, with the missions giving that we have here. Taylor and Maggie Schofield, for some of you who haven't heard, are stepping down from InterVarsity at the Western Colorado Gunnison Campus. And they've encouraged those who were giving to them to pass that on to Izzy, some of you you all know Izzy, as he's continuing to do what he does at the school in Greeley. Leslie Makkinich is no longer support, be, will be being supported with uh, what she was doing in the coming year. And so we have up the Kaisers, Brent and Eliana, who are in Russia, and some of you probably today uh, today I received a, their update. Uh, from Russia it's, they refer to it as Kaisers in the north I guess they have to be careful how they word things and how it goes out from that country as you might could imagine but they want to send their greetings if, if you don't get emails from them they greet all of you and wish all of you a blessed and happy new year they're doing well um, God is blessing them and, and they're adding to their group and community and making friends and, and friendships are being developed and God is moving in that way We've added to monthly missions giving to Homes of Hope as well. Living Water International. We've been doing this ministry and giving to it since 2013. And since 2013, we have funded six wells at this point in time. We did two in the year of 2022. Fresh water, drinking water, in places where it does not exist. We take that for granted. But there are people around the world who do not have that so living water international was something that we do give to and the two wells that we did this year in 2022 went in Kenya and others in Zambia you are welcome to take this with you if you like like to have that at home and maybe you could see what our what your giving is going to so in other words your giving then we the wellspring ties out of that and it goes to these these missions organizations and these people okay so you're able to take that with you if you like also it would serve as a prayer format for you to be praying for these ministries that that we collectively help support at this time Larry's going to come and he's going to share with us updating on the on the building okay
2: hello all right so the we got that you hear me all right So the building still is underway. Um, Unfortunately, when you deal with the county and the government, sometimes the wheels turn really slowly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It seems to take, sometimes it it goes real slow and then goes real fast. But this is the printout of the new building that we're going to do. Five classrooms, two bathrooms, a full kitchen, and then a fellowship hall. Uh, The church would actually be over here on the on you guys's right side there will be a covered breezeway coming across out of this door right over here that goes into that uh the front doorway where the vestibule is so that's the building as, as everything's set uh last week i talked to the architect he uh we got a few more things straight and he sent everything to the uh civil engineer which has turned everything in now back to riverside or river city. river city Uh, And they're the ones that do all the blueprints for the final building plans. So that's where we're at right now So hopefully within the next month or so we're gonna see some building plans that will go to the county the county looks it over Uh, If they want changes done then that also that comes back to us And then we'll get that done and then we can start getting bids on on the building. So that's where we're at So yeah, so that's the building Pretty cool
1: God has been so good and so faithful in terms of what has been coming in for the building and Marilyn has mentioned before to you that it's been what's really been a blessing to see is so much of it has come in from folks that don't even come to this (laughs) church who are who aren't even a part of this community and so as an example to show you how good God is and and just some, at the, about the time, Marilyn and I might be getting a little, you know, like, God, where are you know, <laughs> what's going on? And then he does something like, we got a phone call a couple of days ago, and some people are needing to find a place to give before the end of the year. <laughs> but we were talking, were talking about combined two givers, $54,000 yeah yeah the f- one gave 4000 another gave 50000 the 50000 gift came from someone who's never stepped into this building yeah but, but is excited about what we want to do here and what God might be doing so that comes along and that happens and we're like okay God <laughs> I guess we'll continue on um, and, and then I want to say thank you, and just we appreciate Vicki so much. She's, she's the church administrator. She's the one that handles all of this. And we just are so thankful yes. for keeping that all together for us. So, and she does a great job. She does a great job at that. If I'm not mistaken, Vicki, you know, I think the church would like to know our total now right now that being been come in for the building is like at around 230 Around $230,000 has come in for the building. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Give him a hand for that. Which, um, and I'm just not real sure, so you don't want to hold me to this, probably puts us about almost halfway to what we would need when it's all said and done. Okay? So, God is good, like Kenny likes to say, right? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Some folks were not able to be with us tonight, and so they text ahead and said, we're not going to get to be there, maybe because of illness or other things going on, but shared with Marilyn a word that God had given them, so I'll share those, and then we're going to open that up for for you to come and share whatever it is that God may have put on your heart to share, a verse or something that he has spoken to you for your life, for this church, for this new year, a word that perhaps he's given you as well, okay? Okay. Uh, Bobby, climber, the word is suddenly. It's mentioned 40 times in the Bible. She said, I felt that in my life, as in the Bible, things happen suddenly. There was always happenings and a plan that led to the suddenly. Pretty good, huh? Rhonda Bumgardner. the word was communication. Not just words, but honest truth, filled words, communicating what you see and what the truth of the word has given to us as a path to righteousness. Shelby sent in a word which was transition and a second word, intentional. Those were her words. Marilyn's word, if she was here tonight, would share with you, uh, was the word was legacy. Involves living intentionally and aiming to build into the next generations for their success. And she has Acts chapter 20, verse 24 attached to it. But my life is worth nothing to me unless I use it for finishing the work assigned me by the Lord Jesus. The work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God. All right, at this time... I'm going to open up, we we'll call, call, call it open mic, okay?
3: <laughs> my word for this year is holiness. And God started speaking this to my heart about September. Um, and that falls in line with the scripture, 1 Peter 1.15. But as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct, because it is written, be holy for I am holy a holy life to me is to always choose to do what God desires. And so that is what's on my heart to always think about no matter what I'm doing, where I'm at, but to choose holiness in my conduct, in my speech, in living for him. And I know he's going to help me do that through the power of his Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, and I often think about what I do up here. And I know that greater privilege always carries greater responsibility. So that's my word, holiness.
1: Thank you, Vicki. As some of you know, from day one, Vicki has been there. When we were getting ready to start things in Parachute, Marilyn asked Vicki, who Vicky has always been Marilyn's right hand, right? She's just been her partner there through everything in children's ministry for so many years. And so Marilyn asked Vicki what sh- she wanted to do at Wellspring in Parachute. What would you like to do, Vicki? And we were kind of surprised because I want to sing. <laughs> I want to be in the worship team. Okay. We had no idea of what an amazing voice is in that little body. <laughs> and she's been blessing us ever since. And so thank you, Vicki. You are appreciated. Who would like to go next? Larry. where would we be without that, huh? Someone else. Come on, Kathy.
0: Well, I wasn't asking God for a word at this time, but it was at the retreat. And I uh, wasn't expecting this, but the encounter with God was just so powerful at the retreat. And on the very last day, he spoke so clearly. I could hardly contain myself, but he said, live free and oh yes 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 i want to live free i want to live free what does that mean what does that mean so then he's been talking about all of that since and what he has told me is to live free because he died to give us freedom so start living in it and walking in it and then another thing that he told me through live free is to live to be free the person he created me to be. Not the person that somebody else wants me to be, but the person he created to me to be, and it's okay to be me.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Kathy. Who's next? <laughs> I can do that. Danny, oh, there you are, okay.
4: I actually wasn't going to share. I told my mom, no, I'm not going to share. Because I'm not like my parents. I don't like getting up here and talking. It makes me really nervous. And then I start rambling on. So I'll try not to do that. (laughs) Like my mom. I'm not going to tell her you said that. (laughs) Um, Like Kathy, I wasn't really seeking a word. And what came to my mind and my heart was faithful. And that's faithful in what I'm doing at home right now. Um, That's really hard. And faithful in my marriage and faithful um, in our ministry here at Wellspring. But within that word, if there were ever uh, a team that were faithful, it would be uh, my mom and dad and their faithfulness to this church and um, Kenny and Vicki. And being a adult child um, and being in ministry, there's a lot that you miss when you're younger, there's a lot that you take for granted when you're younger um, that you just don't see that you wish that you did. Um, But now, as I'm (laughs) aging and getting older, there is just such a deep appreciation and love for my parents, um, for what they do, for what they give to this church and this community, and for Kenny and Vicki as well. Um, I feel very, very humbled to be their daughter, um, to be able to serve alongside them, and to be able to serve alongside Kenny and Vicki and, and the rest of the worship team and all of you. Um, this is just such an amazing group of people that really rally um, when, we, when we go through really hard and painful times in 2022 as, as people have left or there have been changes. It's been hard and it's been painful. Um, but I just want to thank you and Mom and, and Kenny and Vicky and all of you for remaining faithful because um, that is all that Jesus asks us to do.
1: Hey Brooke,
5: Shorty also asked me if I'd share tonight. It's like I don't know, maybe we'll see. I actually um, had a word, and I don't usually ever get words when I pray. Um, but the word was abundance. I was like, okay, that could mean a lot of things. Um, that could be like good abundance, um, abundance of trials, abundance. What what is this? So I've kind of been uh, praying over that for a while and I was actually on my way in and I was like okay God I'd like to I'd like to share about this but I, I really don't know what exactly you're trying to tell me with this and then it just kind of he just kind of like opened my eyes up to what he's he's been showing me for a while now and I have this thing with with Danny whenever I'm stressed out or stuff. There's just kind of been a lot of stressors going on. I'm just like, I'm just living in Matthew 6.33 right now, you know, where it's seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Um, And then he brought me back to, I was like, okay, well, I don't see abundance in in that. And then John 10.10 just popped into my mind. um, Talking about how the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy and how he came to give life to the, to the and life abundantly. And really, for me, it's going to be, um, you know, I could focus on stressors. They're always there, right? You guys know there's always room for that if you give way to it. But for me, it's going to be a commitment to really figure out, get back to that abundant living in his presence and pursuing the things of the Lord um, in every outlet and allowing that to just kind of lift the weight of the world off of my shoulders and really be about the Father's business, as Dave continually says up here, and um, let him be the good shepherd of my life, steering me everywhere he wants me to go.
1: Who's next?
6: Dan. Okay. I don't know if I really have a word. I had thought it was share because I've been reading a lot and um, seeing a lot of things happen in my life that's pushing me. But I feel like God's pushing me. He's taking me out and he's changing me and i don't know what that looks like i just know that i'm not comfortable <laughs> in a lot of things there's been one thing after another that's um that's been pushing me and taking me out of my comfort zone i don't know what word that is but it's a feeling and it's um it's i know he's working which is a good that's a good thing but it's scary too i kind of like my little comfortable place you know to hide in um so anyway what's that Oh, one of the things that he's doing. <laughs> I told you this is not easy for me. So um, I wanted to go on mission trip for a lot of years because um, I'm a nurse, and there was a lot of mission trips going to Haiti and stuff when I first became a nurse, and I just couldn't do it. I had little kids at home, and I and I just couldn't do it. My husband doesn't attend church, and um, but I still follow his. Um, ministry in my life he's still the head of my household and when I pray for things and I give them to God and I ask for peace about it I know it's through my husband because that's what God's told me to do so and he's never been for it so this time there's this mission trip to Iswatini. a few months ago my niece and my nephew tell me about and I'm like oh that sounds that sounds good and I'm like I'm not going to get excited like this is not something I'm going to do right but I thought, well, okay, so I look it up, and then I'm praying about it and praying about it, and then it got, gets brought up a few more times, and then she asks me again, and I bring it to my husband, and I and I was expecting a, we can't afford it, what are we going to do about your job, you know, all these these things, or the whatever, which means no, right, in, in husband language, <laughs> that's no. So I'm waiting for these comments to come about, you know, because I know him very well, he married almost 30 years. And I'm like, just, just, and he goes, well, we're going to have to save. <laughs> but I'm like, who, who are you, you know? But whenever God does that to me, and he's done that a few times, I know it's him speaking. I know he wants me to do this, and he's stepping me out. And, you know, it's scary. eswatini Swatini, South Africa. You should have heard my boys. They're like, Mom, you can't go there. And I'm like, honey, if God wants me there, it's going to be okay. And even if it's not, I know where I'm going, right? So, and uh, yeah, it's it's anyway. So that's one of the taking me out of my comfort zone. And then he's making, he, God wants me to write a letter. So I wrote a letter, you know, for the mission trip, which apparently is like a normal thing. People do, which I had no idea. I know I haven't sent them to the church yet. I'm still, it's so hard. Like, that's not something I do. Anyway, um, <laughs> I didn't have these. So, you know, there's lots of things, and, and that's just a few of them. In my work, there's things that they're having me do that um, is out of my comfort zone, like things that I normally wouldn't do, but God's saying, you need to do this. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this. So, um, But any time he does that, he, I know he grows me because it's never comfortable when I grow. Change is always hard, but it's always worth it because I can't grow without it. And I know all these things because that's how I've, I've learned my whole life. And I've been through a lot of things since I was a child. So anyway, um, yeah, that's it. I don't know what word I have, though. You might have to help me on that one.
1: Change? Trust, yeah? How about you're being awakened, like we sang? I know Janice knows this. We all know this, but it's always good to be reminded. God takes great delight in change. I mean, that's what he's all about, isn't it? Changing us to be more like him. Yeah. Who's next? Gina, all right.
7: So I've been thinking about what my word could be, and I keep hearing the Lord tell me to be grateful because I think that I'm a positive person, that I can usually see the bright side of any situation. And we, we all know the last couple of years have really kind of stunk in a lot of ways. And I talked to a lot of you about politics and things that are, you know, on my mind and bothering me. And I hear the Lord telling me, stop moaning and whining and be grateful and let's go on about my business. And a funny story. I, I think I'm pretty calm and, you know, I'm the fixer. I'm the travel agent. You know, I do all these things for my family. And I can, I can handle these things. The thing that really flipped me out this year with all of our supply chain issues, I could not find butter. I mean, I'm in the store and I'm like, butter? There's no butter. What am I gonna do without butter? How can I cook anything? Am I gonna have to learn how to churn my own butter? And my husband's just standing in the store looking at me like, you know, this is a problem? <laughs> like, yes, and I mean, I talked about it for weeks. So, so <laughs> stupid. But with gratitude also is hope, because even things to me, these things in the last year or two have really, things have not come about, like when we t- put the monkey wrench in, in my plan of life or whatever, and I, I tend to operate in a very small box, and when I have to step out of my box, it's like, woo-hoo-hoo. so anyway, so my, my words are gratitude And going about the Lord's work and being hopeful and sharing that hope with others.
1: Very good. Very good. Someone else. Two minutes.
8: Two minutes. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes is all I need. Oh. I hope. There's one, all right. Now I'll talk about the guy on the radio when they do the disclaimer at the end, you know, blah, 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 all that. No, last year my word was believe. And I was wondering where that was going to come into play at. And all through this past year, as with Dave and Marilyn, we see different things going on, and said, "Man, is this Lord? Are we following You?" And a wise, wise man once told me, when I became a board member, he said, "I want you to promise me that you won't borrow any money." And I'm thinking, okay, and then I see what this is going to cost. I'm saying, Lord, I made a promise. I got a hold to it. And I don't know what's going on with ties and all that. It's not my business. That's my wife. But when an offering comes in out of the blue from a person who hasn't set foot in this building, as you said, and it's $50,000, my word, believe, came to fruition. Because every time we got down and through our board meetings, everything else, because we just don't see, you know, it's not going. We all want it now, the microwave system. But knowing that and seeing that renews my faith in God and believing that that building is going to happen. And when it does, we're going to have so many kids, you're going to want to take them home with you. But as I was studying last night, I said, Lord, that was my word. Now, I want another word. And so I opened up the, prayed and opened up the Bible, and I came to the book of Amos. I'm Excuse, excuse me, Joel. I was going to go to Amos, but Joel got st- stuck right there. And my re- word is return. And what that replies to is in uh, Joel 2, verses 13. Rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love, and he relents from sending calamity. And I saw that and I thought about that, so I studied some more on it. You know, in Joel's day, the people of Judah had a bad habit of tearing their clothes and throwing sackcloth, all that sackcloth ashes, and it was an outward sign. But they weren't tearing their heart. And when I read this and that hit me, am I guilty of that? And I am. When I stop and be truthful with myself, I'm guilty of it. To where I do all these things, but my heart, I want it to be where it's supposed to be, so I'm reminded to tear my heart along with my clothes. Because they were repenting and it's just an outward sign. And what that was, was they were doing that without experiencing the true heart-crushing remorse for their sin, which would have changed their behavior, as in us. And the more I read this, only a complete rendering of the heart will turn the nation back to receive the compassion, grace, mercy, And love of God. Is that today? Chronicles 2. Excuse me. Yeah, Chronicles 2, 7, 14. All of you know it. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves, pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then... And I love that middle part right there. Mm -hmm. Then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. That's for our nation. That's where we're at right now. So it starts with us. It doesn't start in the capital. It starts right here, right now. And that's what we've all got to do is make sure our hearts are getting rent, torn, and not just our clothes. Amen? So that's my word is Return. Because my change needs to be on the inside and not only on the outside. Now, I know I'm speaking just for myself. But if it applies to you, then carry on, brothers and sisters. Amen? And I can't help it. God's good. <laughs> and all the time. He is. Amen? Amen? Glory.
1: okay who else
9: so my word last year was perseverance and the year before was perseverance and so it's gonna continue but um, my other uh, my other new word <coughs> which has been working obviously for a long time this year is humble humility and um, I kind of think I'm a have some humility but God's showing me that I really don't. I really don't. And so long, long, not a long, long time ago, but many years back uh, in Sunday school class, uh, the kids and I, not my kids, but my Sunday school kids, we learned this verse. But I didn't teach them the first part of it, and it's from Philippians 2. And so God is working on me with the first part too. So I'm just going to read all of it to you. Therefore, than himself let each of you look out not only for his own interests but also for the interests of others and then this is the part that we memorize let this mind be in you which is also in Christ Jesus who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God but made himself of no reputation taking on the form I think taking on the form of a bond servant, and coming in the likeness of man. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself unto death. And I get that 100%. And it's just amazing that God wants that same thing for me, for my life, to be worthwhile and useful, not spent watching TV. Therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, of things in heaven, of things on earth, and of things under the earth. And every tongue, every tongue that's ever been on this earth should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God his Father.
1: All right. My word this year was the word centered. Centered. Centered in Christ. Which would be the opposite, obviously, of self-centered. Which seems to be the topic that we've been talking a lot about lately. The whole idea of getting ourselves out of the way. And interestingly, I you know, went to the center of the Bible, which is Psalm 118. I don't know if you knew that. Psalm 118 is the center of the Bible. And Psalm 118, verse 24 says, it's a verse you know, all of you know this. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So I thought, okay, here's this verse coming from the center of the Bible. My word being, be centered in Christ's. And it's kind of like, all right. It's a day that he has made. It belongs to him. We live in that day. We belong to him. Amen? And so our lives then must be lived in the way that he has designed for that day that he has made to be lived. And so that just brings peace to us, knowing once again, you know, I, I went back and looked at some of the books that we've covered in 2022. We, we did James, we finished up Daniel, we did 1 Thessalonians, 1 Corinthians, uh, in Philippians now. all It seems like in all of those, you could say that something that would always come out of all of that is that God is for us. Amen? Yes. That he indeed has a plan and that he is in control. Yeah. And this past Tuesday night, we in our men's Bible study have we're going through a uh, doing a video Bible study with Tim Tebow. And the study is called Mission Possible. And in the video teaching, Tim mentioned that a critical point, a critical part of living a mission possible life is trusting the plan of God, trusting the process, and then trusting the character of God. Makes sense, doesn't it? If we're gonna live mission possible kind of life, which we all are called to do, amen? It will involve then our trusting the plan, trusting the process, Trusting the character of God. He said, You may not always like where you're at or the situation that you are in, but God has you there for a reason. When Paul writes about Abraham and his faith... In Romans chapter 4, he says that Abraham did not waver concerning the promises of God, but instead grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God, fully convinced that God was able to do what he said he would do, that he would do what he promised, fully convinced. In other words, Abraham believed that nothing and no one could stand in the way of God fulfilling his spoken word. Even when he could not begin to see or understand what God was doing, that somehow he would still be able to keep his promises, not even be able to see that. His faith was not a blind leap into the dark. Rather, it was a belief, hear this now, where I even bring up Abraham, it was a belief that was based in the character of God. Let that settle in, folks based in the character of God. And so the absence of maturity becomes clear then, clear when Christians are centered more upon themselves and their own will, are busier and more concerned with their own enjoyment and benefit than with building and growing a Christ-centered, Christ-empowered community where the presence of God's wisdom and spirit Love and joy are evident. Tebow said in that teaching this past Tuesday night, our heart matters. Our perspective matters. Who we are living for, who we are doing it for matters. My encouragement to all of us, myself included, is that we once again find a way with God's help To get ourselves out of the way so that we can truly live a christ-centered life are you on board with that i trust that you are so may 2023 be everything that that is about may it find you deeper in god's presence may it find you filled with faith And filled with his spirit. And sold out to him. May 2023 find you loving God more. Loving others more. And loving this world. Less and less. May 2023 find you hungry for more of God. Who is for you. Who has a great plan for your life. Who is in control. May it find you enjoying a greater peace even if it's in the midst of turmoil. Hope, even if it's in the midst of uncertainty and confidence, even if it's in the midst of a setback. May 2023, find Wellspring of Life Church collectively as a Christ-centered, devoted, committed, caring, sharing, giving a loving God and others more than ever group of people making a difference for Jesus locally and globally, making the invisible God visible through our love, compassion, grace, and kindness. Amen. May it be so in Christ's name. Amen.
8: Thank you
3: for listening to this message by Wellspring of Life Church in Western Colorado. If you'd like to learn more about our community, please visit wellspringoflifechurch.com.
7: So I